Alrighty guys, Andrew Bopros here. Hey, I want to do a real quick video on um, some really things that the Chargers need to do in order to make the playoffs uh, moving forward, right? And also um, some real takeaways from Eric Smith from the coach's notes that I reviewed on Tuesday. But again, I really want to talk about specifically where this team is, where it's going, what we need to do to change, and how we need to be more aggressive moving forward. So guys, let's get into it. All right, guys, as always, smash that like button, uh, subscribe and share uh, these videos so other Charger fans can see this content. Again, trying to get to 1,000 uh, subs so we can really go into a different marketplace. I think there would be more merch, more merch ideas that we'd like to offer you folks so you guys can, you know, of course, um, you know, support the channel, but also wear some cool merch, right? We got some cool merch ideas that I don't think we really want to continue on with the existing platform that we have right now with Zazzle, but again... If you like it, please uh, get our content out to other folks so we can potentially uh, get some new merch for you guys. So enough of that. Um, so a couple of changes they need to be making um, that we must make if we're going to have any chance to make the playoffs, right? And Brand Staley, again, like, I, again, I know I've gotten a lot of heat from a lot of folks in the chat here that I'm pooing Staley. I really don't like Staley, yada, yada. Look, at the end of the day, I like Brandon Staley a lot. I think Brandon Staley is a very good head coach. I think he's very young. I think that's part of the problem we're seeing right now. He's making some coaching decisions that aren't working out. Okay. Number one being Joe Lombardi. Now I'm going to go through this a little bit. So the first thing, um, and by, by the way, these are the guys over guilty as charged partially. I think I, I believe Bolt beat is, 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 you know, partially who they write for is. Couple of things I need to talk about. Again, we are still in the playoffs now. I do think Miami or the Titans. We have to win one of those two games and then really win out the rest um, if we're going to have a shot of winning the playoffs or going to the playoffs. I should say. I mean, I mean, the teams ahead of us are looking better and they're playing better football. They're playing better. They're playing better team football for sure. Um, but some of the things that I've I've really thought about um, in this video specifically, right? Uh, we need to bring back some aggression. One of the things that I really saw with the Raiders game was very base offense and very base defense. And there's, it would be very hard for me to describe to you specifically what I mean by base offense and base defense. Right. But in base defense, I can just tell you what zone, right. Rush three, maybe five. Um, we weren't stacking the box, but we weren't even double teaming Devonte Adams. Now, again, you know, when, when I reviewed Staley's notes on Tuesday, how I would have played the Raiders, and again, this is just me, right? I'm, I'm a nobody, but I'm, I'm a fan. But at the end of the day, what I would have done is I would have stacked the box and I would have double-teamed Adams. I would have taken those two people off the field as much as possible, make somebody else beat me. What I see from the defensive side of the ball is we are very timid in our safety play. Safeties are so far deep that they're just afraid of that 40-yard bomb. But the problem is they're not doing anything to stop the run, right? That's why Josh Jacobs gets so much yards after first contact, right? But secondarily, we're not even really doing that, right? I mean, we did a very poor job of stopping Devontae Adams on quite a few deep passes. I think he almost got 180 yards passing, right? And so, guys, my, my point is we're not aggressive, right? We're not saying, okay, let's take this person off the board. Let's take this person off the board. Nothing like that, right? Again, we should have done that with Kelsey. We, we could have done that with a lot of different teams that we played against, right? And we've just done a very poor job. Now, I, I, I again, that's the defensive side of the ball. Offensively, it's even more abysmal. 
again, not going into it, I, I can, I should do a whole video series on this. In fact, I probably want to, I just have to figure out a way of doing it without it looking completely crappy. Our offensive scheme is very vanilla and it has been very vanilla for a long time. Again, my frustration with Joe Lombardi is the way that we scheme things is really not um, scheming players open, right? It's, it's very spread out and it's, you beat your one-on-one -on -one matchup, meaning you got a, a deep route, you got a short route, intermediate route, a check down, and maybe something in between, you know, a little crosser or something of that nature. But the problem is, is it's really set up to just, you got to beat the guy in front of you. And if you don't beat the guy in front of you or they double you, you're kind of taken off the board. That's very vanilla 101 offense for the NFL. And the, the, the comment that really I keep coming back to is when we played the Niners and the Niners, Fred Warner specifically said, we played the same base defense the entire second half and we did nothing, right? The point is, the NFL knows how to beat us offensively and defensively. Okay. We are not adjusting to be aggressive. Okay. We're not changing anything. That's the problem that we're having right now. We're not making any adjustments. We're not doing anything to specifically fix what we're doing incorrect as a unit. Right. And again, that's the core of my frustration on this team so far is that, that, that get, we got a stud like Justin Herbert. Okay. And, and nothing is again, he's running an extremely base offense. I mean, I'm not joking. These are like Madden plays, right? Um, halfback dive left, halfback dive right, uh, eye formation, halfback, you know, it, like it's it's literally vanilla offense. And I get the concept of keep it simple, keep it simple. I get that. I totally get that. But the problem is when the NFL, when every team that plays us knows exactly how to beat us, because trust me, every team that we're going to play against – I promise you the Dolphins are going to look at our defense and say, okay, this is what they're running. Okay. Well, all these plays will work against this defense because this is what they're running 70% of the time. If you recall, Gus Bradley, he played cover three, cover three. I think it was 75 to 80% of the time he played cover three, right? It was, you know, he started the Legion of boom. He, that was his baby, that defensive scheme. The problem is, it's ex it has to be executed with the right people. And I think Brandon Staley might be in that situation where he thinks, oh, it worked for the Rams. It should still work for the Chargers. I called the right play, but it wasn't executed properly. The problem is, he, again, he's not adjusting with the personnel he has. Again, I, I could talk about this forever. So we, we may have a separate video on this, but we're not being aggressive offensively or defensively, right? We're not, we're not adjusting. We're not adjusting. We're not changing formations. We're not putting motion out there. We're just standing there. Everyone knows we're playing zone. And, you know, in the NFL, when just so you know, guys, when, you, when you're playing zone defensively in the NFL, what that's basically saying is you're not feeling comfortable that your guys can play man. That's not trusting your players, right? And, and that's, I don't know, to me, that's a sign of a weak defense, right? Or, or at least the coaching staff not trusting your players, right? So, so, again, that's my frustration. So when we say aggressive, we need to be aggressive. And, again, our, our safety play alone has been absolutely abysmal. I, you know, Gilman um, – Nas, they've just played horribly, right? JT Woods, not good, right? But I think, but I also do believe, again, not not 100 on them, not 100 on them. I do think that a part of it's the scheme that Brandon Staley has created for this defense. And again, Staley could argue that maybe we don't have the right players. Sure, okay, I get that as well. Okay, we're not the Rams. We don't have Aaron Donald. We don't have Jalen Ramsey. But again, you can't say that we have chopped liver for defensive players, right? So again. 
adjustments need to start changing, right? We need to start having, you know, uh, again, and be more aggressive, right? Do, change things up, right? We're not changing. I mean, these these defenses are so base defenses every time. There's there's nothing different or unusual about any of them. So, anyways, so um, again, reading this article is pretty good, but being completely passive, which is really what we have been, guys. Saley should know this by now. Um, the defense simply doesn't have it. And Chargers have to win games. And they're not winning games because also players are not in the right position. And it's one of the things that Brandon Saley keeps saying. I, I called the right play, but there was the wrong person. Well, maybe you called the wrong play, right? Switch things up, right? Make them a little confused. And I, I just, again, I keep coming back to this conversation in my mind, right? What's the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Anyways, I just, again, I could talk about this forever. I probably should do a second video on this. Um, you know, I, I got to get a video program that would work fairly well. And I want to, I do want to start going through some, you know, some film and some film studies uh, with you guys. So anyways, that's one thing that, that again, I could talk about this a hundred times over. And again, this, I already touched on this a little bit. The guilty as charged folks. Um, and I'm going to leave the link for this, uh, this Twitter bit as well. There's a little, real quick video uh, also in the description below. They talked a lot. Joe Lombardi's arrogance of his play calling. And again, I talked about it briefly, but but I want to I want to reiterate it again that these are extremely base offensive plays, right? I'm not joking. They're very base. If you look at the film of what these <laughs> wide receiver routes are running, there's no scheming or major separation. The entire passing game is built on beating the guy in front of you. Okay. Now, if you if you recall what I said with Brandon Staley's notes on Tuesday is that, oh yeah, uh, Palmer and Allen were double teamed. Well, they know that our uh, pass plays 90% of the time are going to go or schemed for Allen or Palmer. So guess what? Just double team those guys, right? Then you got to go to your second options. That's why a lot of passes were thrown to DeAndre Carter. That's why we're checking down because those guys are not necessarily being double teamed. They're just single covered, right? So if they beat their guy, then you go from there. I, I'm, I keep thinking of this third. I think it was third and like 13. And DeAndre Carter was just running down the sideline, right? But the real play wanted to go up the middle to Keenan Allen, but he was double teamed. The safety came down. He was double teamed. That was where the ball was supposed to go. And you've got to remember, right, the way a lot of Lombardi's play calls are set up is just it's very spread out. You're playing the whole field, which makes sense. I get that. I understand why you want to spread it out because you're, you're, you're creating space and separation. The problem is he has a play going one direction or another play going this direction. Nothing is schemed to confuse the defense in any way, shape, or form, right? Again, that's very easy for zone, right? Very easy. That's, in fact, I would say this. The way that they're playing is zone defense, right? And the play calls are specifically designed for zone defenses. <laughs> so, I mean, it might work for man, right, but not for zone. And what I keep seeing is a lot of zone defenses. And unfortunately, what, what, what's starting to happen is every team knows exactly how to fix our problem. And what they're doing is they're doing the same plays, but then they're just flipping them, right? So one guy goes on, on the right side, and then they'll flip it. So it'll go the opposite direction each time. So again, they're the, kind of the same plays, but they just flip them. And it's like, oh my God, guys, like this is so remedial. In the NFL, guys, this is extremely remedial. I, I, and again, I, I wish I could show you this, but the, the first play I saw from the Miami Dolphins game was just fantastic to me. And I sat back and I'm like, oh my God, that was a great play. And 
it was really simple because basically you had motion going to the right and then everyone all of a sudden just went to the right and then just cut to the left. And there was three guys that just cut immediately to the left. All three of those guys that cut to the left off that initial motion were completely open. Okay, that's scheming somebody open, right? He Tua picked the longest guy. I think it went to, I don't think it was Waddle. It may have been Waddle. Scored a touchdown first play of the game last week. And I remember thinking, oh my God, that was an amazing play. Because you you really couldn't win that game um, if you were playing man. And you really probably could cover it a little better if you were playing zone. But you would have probably been confused by the motion initially, right? And so I guess that's the point, right? Joe Lombardi has become extremely arrogant in the way he's calling. Ultimately, what he's saying, and let me land my plane. Joe Lombardi says, my guys can beat your guys one-on-one, okay? Which could be extremely true, but the problem is they're not, right? And a lot of these plays are designed to go to one or two people. Again, each, you have to remember, Justin Herbert has reads, right? He goes, the first guy, he's my first choice. Second choice, third choice, fourth choice. That's a check down, right? So why are we doing so many check downs, guys? That just shows you that the play calls are covered and we're checking down. Again, I promise you, everyone in the NFL knows that our offenses are horrible. I mean, absolutely horrible. So any defense that's going against us knows exactly how to beat us. So um, all right, so I'm going to talk about this. Again, I don't want to go too deep into this. I'm already getting extremely long-winded. I apologize, guys. I should check my blood pressure right now. I'm already getting heated. Yeah, I'm over 100. My heart rate's over 100 already, guys. So I'm going to have a heart attack here pretty soon. My extreme anger and frustration. Now, again, there's some arguments to be made that yes, Justin Herbert was 80% of his offensive line. I understand that Chandler Jones had an amazing game. Good God. That just sucked. Couldn't believe it. And he was pressured a lot. Um, we have a unique ability to make every team we play against look really good. Right. And, and again, you guys all know my, my comments um, on these past games, um, you know, in, in the, in the chat thread for YouTube. Um, look, I really think we gave the game to the Raiders. I really do. I don't think we did a good job. The play calls were extremely vanilla, um, but, but again, we're not doing things, um, right. Moving the pocket, having any motion or having any type of sweeps to one right side or left side. It's just very vanilla block the guy and then go from there. Would even when you move the pocket, let's say, let's say you shift right and you move the entire field to the right. That's moving that exact scheme. The problem is, is they know if you're just going to run a vanilla type of your blocking scheme, eventually they're going to figure to get through it, guys. And that is a problem, not doing anything different, not doing anything unique or anything to change up what the defense sees from us. That is a problem. Anyways, again, it's been the case all season. We're not doing anything. You know, it's 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 just really been frustrating. And, and then I'll, I'll read this last line here. Lombardi isn't going anywhere this season, but maybe Staley has bigger hands of the, uh, you know, has to have a bigger hand on the offense. I did notice this game against the Raiders. Uh, I did see Staley talking to Lombardi quite a bit about some of the plays. And I, and I noticed he was looking at some plays. So I think he had some ideas or maybe some input on what he wanted to run. Um, but Lombardi has to go. I mean, that is, I mean, I'm not joking. I could call a better game than him and I really don't know what the hell I'm doing, you know, but at the end of the day, I, I promise you I could, at least I could drop some plays. It would make more sense. I'm a big, big believer in motion and confusion. And again, especially if you have, if you're playing so much zone, you got to get them into man. Well, play play plays that will get them into man or will beat man or zone coverage. And we're not doing any of that, right? We're just doing the same plays over and over again, expecting different results. So anyways, this is another thing that has been a little bit for me as well, too. Um, you know, one of the things that I was impressed with Brandon 
at the beginning of the season is that we're talking about Nas Adderley and Aloe Gilman. Aloe Gilman and Nas were fighting for safety positions and safety time. And I remember Brandon Seeley, I think, started low one time. He got a pick. Um, and then I think Lowe got hurt and then Nas came in, I think, and this is like week three, week four, something of that nature. So it's this conversation of people underperforming, not starting. I'm not seeing that a whole lot right now. Now, again, I know why partially because we have so many damn injuries, right? I mean, we need bodies. I mean, good Lord, we need bodies on this field. Um, but, but it's become a real interesting situation, right? And, um, I did notice though, when, um, um, Austin Eckler fumbled the ball, Brandon Sealy went up to Austin, made a comment to him, and we saw a lot of Joshua Kelly uh, for, I think, about two series um, after that. Um, partially, I think, you know, Austin can be one that's in his head. He tries to do too much, right? Sometimes you have to keep things very simple and move forward, but sometimes he can be a little bit that way. But again, we need we need to hold the underperformers a little bit accountable on defense specifically, and even on offense for that matter. I mean, good guys. Like, we've done such a poor job of getting things, you know, rectified in any way, shape or form. So, you know, again, you know, like we could talk about this, you know, safety play has been abysmal linebacker play hasn't been great. The weird thing about Kenneth Murray, in my opinion, you know, I f- almost feel like he should move to edge, right? I feel like he's good, but he he's one of those, he's just a big aggressive guy. He's just, he doesn't do a good job of really reading the run game like he needs to. He has all the talent, but he does not figure out or assess things correctly. He's just kind of attacks that to me, that's more of an edge rusher than an actual middle linebacker. But again, what are your thoughts on that? But again, Murray has his moments. He did get that forced fumble. You know, again, I think Troy reader probably better overall middle linebacker. I think he's done a better job. Um, and again, not having um, Drew Tranquil out there is, is bad, right? Drew Tranquil has been absolutely fantastic for us. So let me go to the final article here and, um, and then we'll go from there. So uh, the, the second article is, is really just, um, yeah. Okay. We got to focus on there's, there's, we got to focus on the, this is Eric Smith's specific article. I kind of like it because it's pretty simple and pretty basic. Um, but it shows what needs to change. Um, <laughs> and it really highlights where we're at right now, guys. And, and I think that's part of what we need to, to look at, right. Knowing where we stand. Well, right now we have, we have a five game sprint for a postseason spot, right? I think we should win the last three games. I and mean, again, Knock on wood, we should win the last three games, uh, but we're currently six and six. Now we need to at least win one of these two games, at least in my opinion, to to have, have any real shot of making the playoffs. Um, but again, um, pretty good little co- quote here from from Josh Palmer. Um, anyways, about our mindset of the team, we need to win these games, right? I agree with that. Right now, this game against the Dolphins is is it's a playoff game. Right. It's a playoff game. Like it's a must win. We lose this game. We'll probably be two games out of the opportunity uh, to be in the playoff contention. I think right now we're still sitting at what 53% chance of making the playoffs. I think we're one of the best um, in the AFC to still make a playoff spot, which is kind of hard to believe at this point, the way we're playing. But statistically speaking, that's where we sit. For us, the playoffs really started last week, just locking into details and doing individual jobs the best of our abilities. And by the way, I have to say something about Josh Palmer. Josh Palmer has been an absolute stud. Josh Palmer has been an absolute stud. One of the things that I will say, and again, this is a complete side note tangent, so just please bear with me for a second. A lot of people talk about Tom Telesco and how he's a very bad GM. I remember when they when they drafted Palmer, Palmer was picked way above uh, where he was projected to go. 
And I remember when he got drafted, and and I remember thinking, oh, my God. Like I remember the people were like, man, Josh Palmer? I mean, he went to Tennessee, horrible quarterback, didn't have great numbers. But Josh Palmer had – he basically was a good player that went to a bad team, okay? And, you know, he got picked up, and he has absolutely turned into an absolute stud. Guys, I, I am so excited for him. And if we need one more guy, we need one more good wide receiver. We can have one more awesome wide receiver. Or, hell, just getting Jalen Guyton back. Um and again, that's where Guyton is very good, right? He's the speedster. And maybe that's partially what this offense is missing specifically, that speedster to stretch the field a little bit and maybe get some of the safety plays opening up. But the problem is, is we don't have that, right? And again, it just boils down. Again, I'm, I'm getting on a tangent. I get so frustrated with, with the way we're playing offensively. But again, Palmer's been fantastic. I've been so excited to see him play. I mean, it just the way he's progressed is is amazing. I think he could be a, a number one uh you know, uh, wide receiver on in a lot of teams, right? So, so currently, Bills, Ravens, Chiefs, uh, you know, they're in the lead. They're probably these are probably going to be the people that are going to win, right? So, these are the ones we have to focus on, right? Chargers, Patriots, Jets. Look, Jets look good. Dolphins look good. Bengals look really good. I mean, phew, I mean, come on now. Like, and you got Bill, Bill Belichick. You know, he knows how to win games, man. You know, he, he's got a pretty crappy quarterback for the most part, but look, they're playing as good as us with with arguably not as much talent. Right. Um, but again, Bel- Belichick knows to make things work. Right. So anyways, so again, we're playing the uh, Dolphins Sunday night football. I'm really hoping we at least show up. I'm getting very nervous about that game. I mean, that game really stresses me out. So uh, a couple of things that Staley says, um, they know where we're at the FC. Okay. Staley said of this team's mindset, they're aware. Hey, there's two teams with nine wins, two teams with eight wins. There's a couple of teams with seven wins. You know, there's, two teams with six wins, right? And at the end of the day, Staley's mindset is, look, we just got to win the next game. We just got to win the next game. We just got to win the next Okay, I get that. Okay, fine. So we're game, game out, blah, blah, blah. Okay, it's about this week. You've heard me say this over and over again. I get that. Uh, my focus is getting our team back physically. And look, I, I get the concept that we are missing a lot of players, right? Not having Bosa out there is bad. Not having these other players out there is very bad. But, you know, my guys... We're not doing ourselves any favors. I guess that's my point, right? We're not doing ourselves any favors by helping these guys out, right? I mean, these guys are out here sacrificing their bodies to continue playing a sport that they love, right? They want to continue. And again, these injuries just keep mounting, 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 and mounting. And it's just getting worse and worse. I think there's still, what was the statistic? Mike Williams and Keenan Allen have only played 13 snaps the entire season together. 13. Guys, that is bad. And, and, And the problem with that is, it puts us in such a bad position because, really, you cannot run our offense the same way. Now, now that's the argument that Lombardi will say. Well, we haven't had our players out there. Well, I, I agree with that. But you can still scheme up ways of getting these guys open through motion, through moving the pocket, through moving things around. Um, anyways, so it looks like Mike Williams uh, should be back. Um, again, a lot of these folks are listed day-to-day, which is still good news. So, yes, we are getting some players back. You know, as far as the injury is concerned, I would still say this. Corey Lindsley, to me, was was where the team this season really fell off the rails. Remember when he went down week two? Week two, Corey Lindsley went down. Um, and then Trey Pipkins went down week two against the Chiefs, if you recall. And Pipkins has been dealing with this knee injury all season. But once this happened, this happened, and then Herbert had his rib injury at the end of that game. And then he took what five or six games to just get himself back to where he was at. And I, and look, I have to tell you something right now. 
this guy right here has shown us, I, I think he's the top quarterback in the league, right? I mean, he has absolutely fought through so much adversity, really bad, bad coaching, in my opinion, bad play calls, bad schemes, very vanilla offense, and he's still out there slanging it right now. Um, there's a lot more I want to discuss on this, so I will go through this a little bit more with you guys a little later on. Um, you know, but again, you know, it's something to talk about. Okay. Now, some good news on the injury side. Donald Parham expected to return to practice. I'm a big believer in him specifically. The thing about Parham is he's a tall guy and he's a really up for us in the red zone or just moving the chains, right? He's very, very good at that. Um, again, Sebastian Joseph Day. Sprain MCL. I don't know what the situation is with him. I, dude, that defensive line is is horrible. But again, it, it goes back to the aggressive nature of this defense, right? And I and, and I keep asking myself this question: Why are so many defensive linemen getting hurt? I, I'm sure you thought that. Why? Uh, why? Part of the reason being is is that we've we've had such a bad time of getting off the field, right, and stopping the other team's offense that they're out there for such a long time, and that's when injuries start piling up, right? Again, when these offensive linemen are just pushing our guys and we're doing like a bend-don't-break on the run game, um, you start just looking bad, and your body starts falling apart, right? So at any rate, it's a little bit frustrating. So I think he's probably going to be questionable for this game, which is really not another guy that, uh, you know, we really need. So it's, it's um, it, you know, anyways, it, it's frustrating. So again, good, good news at Parham back. Sad to see what SJD is going to have happen here, but we'll see what happens here moving forward. Um, Callahan, again, is hurt as well, too. Uh, core muscle injury. I, I, you know, I would think he's probably um, going to be okay. This this looks just like an ab injury or something of that nature. He can probably do it. So uh, um, I, I would think Callahan will probably be a but I think he'll probably be all right, at least from everything I'm reading. Joy Bosa, whatever you want to talk about that. Pass protection again. My frustration with this too. Again, move the pocket. Try and move the ball around. Let's let's do some sweeps to the right and, and halfback toss right. You know, at least create some separation and space so some of these running backs can find a gap. The problem is, and again, this has been my frustration with the running game this this season specifically. I know it specifically talks about pass protection, but but it's going to go into my 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 running game as well too. We're doing the same thing over and over again. We're not moving the pocket. We're not trying to do any type of motion or any types of sweeps or anything that would move the ball a different direction, right? It's go forward, go forward, go forward, go forward. It's the same thing over and over again. Guys, and I've said this over and over again, when you're predictable, you lose in the NFL, and that's what we're doing. We are extremely predictable, right? And so even with these injuries, we still have more talent than most of these teams. But we're not doing things correctly or opening people up or making anything work or be unusual or scheme properly at all. Again, it's not working. And again, struggling to run the ball. Well, you know what? Because we're running the same damn plays over and over again. It's the same play. It's zone read, zone read, hand off the ball. He picks a gap. And, and, and my the point is we're not doing anything different, right? There's no schemes really for the most part running game has become the check down and, and that's a problem, right? Cause, cause nothing's open. So this is a good little quote. I get, I'm getting a little long here, guys. I apologize. I, I can get really long winded on these. So I, I, I do apologize. So um, again, I, I don't know if I want to go too into this, um, but again, you know, he talks about being, you know, down and, you know, giving up on the running game because you need to score. Um, look, I just think the game plan was poor. Right. And we're not doing anything unusual or different. Right. And, and again, 
uh, I'm going to completely disagree with this thought right here. Um, Staley said, I thought we adjusted well through the game and made some good protection adjustments as the game went on. Now, I would agree the second half a little bit better. Sure. Okay. A little less pressure. I like the communication in terms of how we were able to get that done. Now, again, Staley's not going to throw his guys under the bus and say, oh, we sucked up front and Will Clapp is not good, yada, yada. Not going to say that. But the problem is, again, as a coaching staff, we're not adjusting and changing to make any adjustments to, to be successful, right? Um, anyways, uh, 14 times over the past three games. Let me say that again. 14 times over the past three games. Chandler Jones had three sacks against us. He didn't have a single sack the entire beginning of the season, right, up to up to that game. You know, uh, yeah, Herbert's ball security has been great. Anyways, I, I don't want to go too much deeper into this. Um, again, here, the Chargers run game uh, ranks 30th in yards per attempt, 3.7, and 31st overall. So we're almost dead last in 84.7 yards rushing. Look, that's a Lombardi problem, okay, 100%, right? Herbert's numbers are down. That's a Lombardi problem. It's it's it is a very simple fix. Get a different offensive coordinator. I promise you, he he is the problem. Everything I've ever seen him talk about, you know, I, I feel like he I think he I think he thinks he's playing a game of Madden, right? And he could just run the same play over and over again because it works every time. And yeah, that works in Madden, but it doesn't work in the NFL, guys, right? It just does not work, right? So you have to switch things up. And he's not doing that, right? He's not doing that. He's not making adjustments so i'm gonna read this last last bit here and then i'm gonna i'm gonna wrap up with some of my thoughts i'm already at 30 minutes or i was trying to make this this video 15 minutes i'm so sorry for being so long guys i've hoped you've taken something away from it but let me just go to this last quote and then i'll wrap up um i think you have to try to feature premium looks okay what does that exactly mean stealing state of getting the unit going you have to try to play premium hands in the run game hmm. okay well what does that mean what's what's premium hands what's premium looks mean then the types of runs that are available, pairing that with advantage passing looks. <laughs> okay, I'm getting a little tired of these keywords that kind of mean nothing. Okay, to me, this is a nothing burger of information right here, right? What does that mean? Like, what, what are you saying at all? I, I don't even know. So I'm starting to get, as you guys can imagine, I'm starting to get a little bit tired of these keywords, premium looks, premium run games, premium hands, advantages, pairing looks, guys, I'm not seeing any of that. I'm not seeing any of that. I'm not seeing anything change or adjust or anything moving forward, guys. So am I off my rocker here? What do you guys think? Um, again, would you also like to see me do a deeper, wider video on our offensive scheme, right? Because I, I, I look at this a lot recently and I've been, <laughs> the more I've dug into it, the more I'm a little frustrated with our offensive scheme moving forward. And again, I, I I almost hesitate to do it because it will just show you how bad our offensive schemes are. Um, anyways, there, there's a lot to be said about that. But bottom line, guys, I truly believe this offense is held back by Joe Lombardi. But secondarily, I'm starting to believe that our defense is being held back by Brandon Staley. I hate to admit it, but I really believe that's where we're what we're looking at right now. And I understand we have injuries. I understand we have problems. But we still have professional football players on this team. Okay, we still have players that are good. Yes, they're not the starters, right? They're not the best guys on the team, but do something different, right? Do something different to attack that team better. And we're just not making adjustments. We're not doing anything different. So bit of a rant here, guys. Um, I wanted to throw something out uh, for today. Um, what do you guys think? Am I off my rock or you think I'm crazy? 
What do you think about Staley? What do you think about Lombardi? I want I want to see your comments down below. Again, we read all of your comments. Please leave comments. If you have ideas on videos you want us to throw out there, please give us some. Okay, We want to see uh, and produce content that you guys want to see. And again, as always, guys, smash that like button. Share it to other folks. Again, you know we're here. I'm Andrew Bolt Bros. See you guys in the next one.